there are so many different ways you show me love, Matt, that are more important to me than just a single Valentine Day or my birthday or Mother's Day or whatever. What about Halloween? Halloween. You show up on Halloween. You dress up. I really like it. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be open, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Happy day, my friend. I hope you are doing awesome. And real quick, if you are listening to this on February 22nd, 2023, then I encourage you to go back and right now register for the free workshop that I have happening today. Now, if you register today, whether you are live for the workshop or not, you will get the replay that will be sent out tomorrow. So get registered now. If you have had a partner come out or if you're experiencing some sort of crisis in your relationship, whether that is betrayal or you just feel like something is off, but you can't pinpoint what it is, then this workshop is for you. And if you are watching after February 22nd, 2023, then please, please head to the show notes and you can just schedule a free call with me there. If you are looking for support with having a partner coming out or with dealing with a crisis in your relationship, I would love to be able to help you see what is holding you back and create a plan to get you moving forward and also share with you the options that I have to support you in this process. We are here for you. I want to help you in any way that we can. Go to the show notes and click those links, whichever one appeals to you. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Are you ready? As ready born, Matt. That's what I am. <laughs> so one of our daughters used to say that she was ready born. Instead of born, <laughs> born ready. ready. <laughs> so that's what we say now. And she gets all mad at us every time. <laughs> I'm ready born. <laughs> oh, it's the cutest. I mean, she still is the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> I was cute. I was looking at pictures of the little ones. Of when they were actually little. When they were actually little. Smaller than us. Yeah. When were you looking at pictures? Mm, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, both days. Yeah. And how are you feeling, Matt? I'm just sad that they're growing up. You're sad? Yeah. But it's so much fun. They can do so many fun things now. They can, but they were so much fun when they were little, too. <laughs> That's going to be a really good grandpa someday. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about fun. that, not that I was going to be a grandpa someday, but how long it's been since I've actually held a baby. Yeah. It's weird, huh? Yeah. So when we went over to uh, Corey and Stacy's, like uh -huh. being able to hold that baby again, like a baby, it was good. I liked it. There's something really nice about holding babies. Yeah. It's calming, except yeah. when they're screaming and then it's super stressful. No, he's a good baby. Well, they're all good babies. Yeah, but he true. Was, he was very calm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Bring your babies. Matt needs to hold a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it had been a while. Matt's known amongst his friends as the baby whisperer. Yeah. And now all my cousins know that too. <laughs> Whenever we get together for family events, they're like, oh yeah, Matt's the baby whisperer. <laughs> yeah, I like babies. Because my cousins are still but having kids. I, I will say that's it's a lot of pressure. When people refer to you as the baby whisperer, 
like holding a baby, that's a lot of pressure. It's like this baby can't cry. The baby can't cry. It's all your fault if it does, Matt. <laughs> that's what it makes it makes me feel like it is. Like, okay, oh I should be able to get whatever this baby needs. Anyways, it's a lot of pressure. You better get what that baby needs. I know. <laughs> Since I am the quote unquote baby whisperer. Steve's not here, so we can make fun of him. Apparently he's baby hungry. He is? According to Penny. He's what? always picking up like the mannequin dolls in the store and walking around with them like they're his baby. <laughs> huh. I don't know if Steve actually wants a baby though. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't know. Steve, he's not here. Nope. Nope. He's out having Valentine's with Penny. Speaking of, it is Valentine's Day. Yeah. I asked Matt if he wanted me to tell him topics for today. And he's like, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. It's on Valentine's Day. We should talk about Valentine's Day. We should, huh? If you want to. <laughs> You're the one that said that's what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't care what we talk about. What do you want to talk about about Valentine's Day, Matt? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you must have like no. some plan in mind. <laughs> I just thought it was Valentine's Day and we were going to talk about Valentine's Day. Hmm. This is an interesting... I love it when kids say Valentine's with an M instead of an N. <laughs> Does that make you happy? I think I was like in sixth grade before I found out that it's with an N before an N. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I was in a meeting today too. This word also gets me. The word is frustrated, but even adults, grown adults say frustrated. Frustrated? Yeah. I was in a meeting today. And the person who I was in a meeting with, they kept saying frustrated. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Really? It's, yeah. It's a real thing. Like, people say it. I mean, I know I say lots of words wrong. Correct. Flustrated is not one of them, though. Although now it's probably going to be. It probably will be. <laughs> Thanks, you, Matt, for that. You can't unhear that word. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now you're like, I say this word. For adding yet another mispronunciation into my vocabulary. As I was saying like, mispronunciation, I was like, did I just say that right? I don't think I did. Milk. <laughs> milk. You how said you? it right there. I did? Yes. I was just going to say, how are you supposed to say milk? Milk. Milk. You say milk. I say milk with an E instead yes. of an I. <laughs> how do I say milk? Anyway. Yeah, so here we are. This is our... This is how we're spending Valentine's Day. Yeah, this Day. is our ninth... Is it ninth? Tenth? No, our ninth. Our ninth Valentine's Day together. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird to think about? That is very weird to Nine think of about. Them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've got super big plans for this Valentine's Day. Yeah, we just ordered some sushi. Per request of a child. Two of And them. her friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think it's funny because they wanted to spend Valentine's Day together because they don't have boyfriends. <laughs> they also, they got in the car after school because we picked up um, Sarah's friend from school and just started bashing all the couples at school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I wanted to be like, are you really just grossed out by him or are you just a little jealous? I didn't ask, but I was like, yeah. I could see there's some of both there, I'm sure. But, and well, that's the first thing they said that Sarah's friend said when I walked in the door. I asked them how school went, and her friend said, it was cringy. 
was cringy. I heard yeah. there was a lot of cringy. Although she did say like couples were dressed like wore matching clothes and stuff. I was that's, like, that's said, pretty cringy. That's why it was cringy. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> and then I thought about what she said. And I'm like, couples wear wore like matching clothes. Isn't that funny? Like what? I don't remember that happening. No, when I was in junior high. Nor would I ever do that. We're not going to match. Um. Probably not. Your grandparents used to wear matching clothes. They, yeah, they did, and and it was weird. <laughs> it wasn't weird. It was actually pretty cute. I was gonna say it was probably pretty it was probably, cute. Yeah, but it may be weird for you. Yeah, but but the the best part was when they would wear matching clothes. Sometimes they would also wear matching hats. One said Kent, and one said Sue, in case they forgot each other's name. <laughs> <laughs> they just want people to know who they were. <laughs> it was great. Friendly people. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was wondering if you like were wanting to recap our Valentine's Days together or something here, babe. We can. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> sure. You do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably get a lot of heat for it, but... <laughs> But again, it's one of those things that that you've been preaching all of this time of there's what we should do and what we really do. Like societal ways say that we should do something some way. Okay. For Valentine's Day? Yeah. Like specifically? Yeah. yeah. There's like this chocolate and flowers. That's what yeah. you do on Valentine's Day. Chocolate, flowers, lots of cards with people's names on them that say, to so-and-so, from so-and-so. Oh, for kids. <laughs> I heart you a lot with a teddy bear on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Going back to my grandma, though. So we went bowling last night with yeah. my family. Uh-huh. A bunch of my family was in town. And one of your grandmas. And one of my grandmas. And I realized this morning after I'd gotten to work that Huh, that is my only living grandma or grandparent. Oh, it is? Still, like, yeah. that that I have. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. To spend some time with her. It's always good to see her. Yeah. Just made me think about my grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to talk about Valentine's or do you want me to dive into another topic? I have thoughts on Valentine's Day. Okay, if what you do you want, want me to share them? What do you... Okay. You like say that like it's a threat. I'm not. I just want to make sure you're okay talking about Valentine's Day. <laughs> Whatever you want to talk about, babe. We can talk about. <laughs> I am not the best Valentiner. And I know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that because your mom took me out to lunch one day. I don't know that that was just about Valentine's, though. It was like, you're not a good Valentiner. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was in general about your acknowledging important days. Yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty out of line that my mom did that, but she did it. I thought so. We love you, mom. <laughs> but that was hard for both of us. Yeah. Anyway. I was actually thinking about putting up a post today about my first Valentine's Day with Steve and my first Valentine's Day with you. And the fact that 
we get hung up on how exactly like you're saying, Matt, exactly how Valentine's should look or birthdays or Mother's Day or whatever. And yes, we have expectations of those days often. And it's important we communicate those. And I don't think we as women are very good about that. So I completely own that part of it. But also, I think about the difference between my first Valentine's with Steve and my first Valentine's with Matt. And also then the depth of the relationship outside of that as well. The fact that there are so many different ways you show me love, Matt, that are more important to me than just a single Valentine Day or my birthday or Mother's Day or whatever. What about Halloween? Halloween. You show up on Halloween. You dress up. (laughs) I really like it. And the fact that I choose to focus more on those and the ways you show up every other day of the year. And sometimes, yes, those days are hard for me, but sometimes not. And I've kind of just decided Matt's not going to do anything on those days. And if he does, that's bonus. So I just do whatever the hell I want. I read a post earlier this afternoon that said, I don't believe in Valentine's Day. (laughs) I believe in love every single day and giving that love as much as possible every day. Yeah. And it's like, sure, right. But a lot of times we forget to acknowledge the love, right? Mm -hmm. And Valentine's Day gives us an An opportunity opportunity to acknowledge the love. But that shouldn't be the only time we acknowledge the love. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, yeah. And also, yeah, just don't compare your love to somebody else's and your how your partner shows up for you to how somebody else. And if they're not meeting expectations, first of all, you can talk to them about it and set those expectations. If they still are unable to meet those, then just recognize they're not able to meet those and go do whatever the hell you want. That's what Jess does. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this week, you're going on a Valentine's trip by yourself. Sure. I'm just kidding. I tried to get you to come to, I, so it would be a Valentine's trip. Yeah. But that's not going to work out and that's okay. Yeah. So now it's just a trip. It's not called a Valentine's trip. It's just a trip now. <laughs> it's going to be great and I'm going to enjoy it. It's yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's> so funny. <laughs> okay. So one of the things I actually wanted to talk about today is okay. why... It's important for, uh, we talked last week about betrayal and Steve was here for that conversation. And it was interesting. I think that that came up right when I, like it'll be dropping shortly after I posted this reel that now people are calling me out for calling what Steve did betrayal. And I love that Meaning we have- Meaning they, they, they're not agreeing with you. Yeah. That- that Steve what Steve was, does was did with was, betrayal. Yeah. Okay, got it. And in that, the real doesn't share that he had an affair. So I'll give him that. But there's also still some form of betrayal in there. And as I've thought more about betrayal, I think one of the key things we miss often is that we're usually betraying ourselves in our relationship. And we do this in all relationships, but especially when there's betrayal involved and we know something's wrong. And we let ourself, like we won't listen to ourselves that something's wrong. Yeah. Like we can feel it. We can tell there's something wrong, but yet we let this other person convince us nothing is wrong. And in that we're self-betraying or we try to morph into who they think we 
they want us to be. And then again, we're self-betraying. And Steve was deep in self-betrayal as well in in what we're our relationship. We talked a little bit about this yeah. during the episode. We touched on it. Yeah. The number one person we lie to is ourselves. Yeah. And usually the number one person who we betray is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I've just been thinking about that more even just with people saying, well, that's not betrayal. And I'm like, but it is if if the person who you're with can't be who they are and are betraying themselves in your relationship. Let me ask you this. That's betrayal to you. Do you feel like you've been betrayed of your Valentine's days with me? <laughs> because it could be. What do you mean by that, Matt? Um, because if you look at the definition of betrayal, it has to do with your morals and standards of you as an individual and somebody not aligning up with that. Sure. Right? Yeah. So I've probably had Valentine or betrayal to you. So, there, yes, there's like honestly some trauma there from our first Valentine's Day. I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And so for me, like, it was a hard day. And like, we don't talk about it because I've chosen to just let that go. But obviously, it still does something <laughs> to me if I really dive into it because I'm getting like teary. <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, like, it's taken me time and it still comes up that sometimes it's hard to not have you show up. And I'm not just talking again. It's not just Valentine's Day, but there's just things like that of, yeah, there are times you want to be it, you want it to be acknowledged that you are thought of yeah, in any way. And so I don't really care like what you do because you've always said, well, I just don't like the whole flowers and chocolate thing. Like, I don't like that. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. But it's always just like, well, you could do something. Yeah. And I think that's where most women come from on that is just, we'll do something that shows you thought of me. We don't really care what it is. Some women do. And if they do, then be specific about that. So I would I would say, yeah. There you go. I mean, I, yeah. But also. I think, here's the thing. You talked about this reel on Instagram mm -hmm. that people are saying, hey, that is not betrayal. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like, I think it's because we have, as a society, put a negative connotation to the word betrayal yeah. so much, mm -hmm. which it it is a negative thing that has happened. Yeah. Well, and it's forced negativity on the other person. So like the person who is doing the betraying, it's like an instant negative connotation. And right. I feel like betrayal can happen and it doesn't mean the other person's a bad person. And it doesn't mean that they were intentional about the betrayal. Like it wasn't something maybe they intentionally did or that they even knew they were doing. Right. But somebody can feel betrayed or feel betrayal on the other side of that. Is that kind of what you're getting exactly. at? Exactly. Yes. I 100% agree. Yeah. Because it was not your intention to make me feel bad our first Valentine's Day. No. <laughs> it's not ever my intention to make anybody feel bad. It just happens sometimes because we're human and those things happen. So I just think that there's some of that to acknowledge. Yeah. In that. Because it's never in my thought to say, you know what? I really want to hurt somebody today. Yeah. 
how am I going to do that? I could do this. Like I've never had that thought and just until like right now of anyway. I think that's rarely what people think. Right. I think it's very rare that somebody's out there thinking, maliciously trying yeah, to. Hurt I know somebody. it happens for sure. It happens. Oh, for sure. But not the majority of the time. Yeah. That we're out there being betrayed or like intentionally betraying people. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I hear all the time, though, is coming back. And I think this is an interesting conversation for you and I to have, Matt, is talking about, okay, our kids now. As we are going through betrayal and we're hurt and we're healing and we're debating whether we stay in a relationship or not and navigating that. Matt's going to hold his mic. He just took it off the stand. Things are, I don't know if this is serious (laughs) or relaxed. (laughs) I just want to relax a little bit more. I don't think I've ever seen you do this. I haven't ever done it. I just finally decided, you know what? I don't want to lean forward anymore. Yeah. So there's this idea of like, well, what about our kids as we go through this process and trying to cover, first of all, is that that's our knee jerk is to cover that anything's wrong. Our kids feel that tension. They know something's wrong. And I feel like by being somewhat open about what's going on, not that you have to give them any details, but just acknowledging that there's something going on and that it's going like, you'll figure it out, but it's not about them. I think that's a huge thing to acknowledge in that. Also, the other thing that drives me nuts that I talk about on social media fairly often recently is the idea that we need to stay in a relationship that is unhealthy for our kids and the idea behind that. And how does this look for my kids and how do we navigate that? And I think that we are denying our kids the opportunity to know us the happiest version of ourselves. And to me, that always makes me sad to think of Somebody staying in an unhealthy relationship where they're not happy because our kids never get to see us fully happy. Does that make sense? Of course it does. What do you To me, the question popped in my head was, okay, Jess, so are you a proponent that people get divorced? Like, because there's a lot of unhappy people and couples out there. Yeah. And this is where people like come back at me. No, yeah. Unhappy in their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You don't stay in a relationship that is that constantly feels heavy. That's what I think. If it always feels heavy and you never feel like you can fully be yourself and you never feel like you're getting back to who you are, then I think, yes, you get divorced. If you can't be truly who you want to be and be content in that in your relationship, then I think that's the point you get divorced. Okay. So now I want to ask myself the question, mm-hmm. does Jessica allow me? to be the Matthew Leo Fru who I am and I, who I want to be. Mm-hmm. That's I, a- <laughs> you're probably nervous right now, a little bit. Of course. How do you think I would answer that? I would hope that you answer that, that yes, I support you in being yourself. Well, we need to have a little bit of talk right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but because here's the thing, if I can truly ask myself that question behind closed doors, behind nobody, like right now you're sitting in front of me. So it's like, it's not a valid place to ask myself this question. Yeah. But if I can ask myself in my own car, driving to work every single morning, is, does Jessica allow me to be who 
I am and who I want to be? Mm -hmm. For me, the answer I think is yes. But I'm going to ask myself again tomorrow morning. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) We'll let you know next week on the podcast. (laughs) Without you sitting in front of me. But ultimately, why is the answer right now yes? The answer for me, yes, right now is one, really, like you support me in basically anything I want to do. Sometimes you'll look at me like I'm a freaking psycho and knee-jerk reaction is, no, we can't do that. But hey, if you can figure out a way to do it, go go for it and do it. Mm-hmm. That's specifically with cars. <laughs> it's almost 90% with cars. <laughs> um, but again, I could say, hey, I think I want to do this with business stuff. And again, you'll 100% say, if you feel like you want to do that, go for it. Yeah. I don't know. So that's the reason why I think I, I, think I can say yes. Yeah. Well, I feel... Like you actually made me question this the other night, not like really recent, but in the last month, you said something in the hot tub where you were saying that you're a chameleon. Oh, we were talking about Enneagram numbers and stuff. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't figure out which one you are. And you were saying that you're a bit of a chameleon where you can morph and whatever and conform. And I wanted to, I was like, well, were you a chameleon in our relationship where you're just conforming to what you think I want, which is not what I want for you. Like I never want you to feel like you're just conforming to what I want. I mean, occasionally there are little things that yes, we conform to what the other person wants, but nothing huge or that's damaging or that leaves us feeling like we can't be our true selves. Right. And so that honestly made me think like, oh my gosh, are there ways that I'm holding Matt back from being who he wants to be or carrying beliefs that he wants to carry? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> you want me to give you all of the things like- Did I what, hold you back from doing? Back? Right. <laughs> Here's the thing. The only thing, the only thing that I can think of- Okay. Is that- I know right when we got married, the amount of affection that I would give to my children was something hard for you. Yeah. But I know that you have since let that go. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And that's the only thing that I can truly say that has ever come across my mind, saying that you have held me back from. Mm. Is, I think you <clears throat> moved forward in that, though. I think you kept oh, yeah. being, yeah, so that's good. And I'm there glad. was, But there was a little glimpse of, oh, man, like, can I say this or can I do this towards one of my children right now? Or would this hurt just too much? Yeah. But well, I've completely let that go. Yeah, so have I. And, I mean, in, in all reality, it, it has come up recently like when I say recently in the last six months or so where I've had a glimpse of that thought again, but towards your child, Penny, mm-hmm. where I will sometimes like I'll show her a lot of affection or like. And you wonder if that bothers me. Yeah. At all? Oh, no. But Never again, has it bothered me with you and Penny. But again, like 
But it's those things we carry that it's we question. The, it's those. It's that one thing that I have carried ever since the first year of our marriage, mm. where I think it was some conversation where at church, Sarah would come sit with me, sit on my lap, and like we would snuggle in church, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think you liked that. I had nothing. It, I had no issues with that. Yeah. Go ahead. You can keep going. But that's, I mean, that's the extent of where my mind mm-hmm. accepted what you were saying or what you were trying, the, the message you were trying to convey to me. Mm-hmm. And that's where I just like, that's where I blanked out. That's where I, boom. That's, that message is what I felt and got. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Well, and I remember growing up, there was specifically one family in our ward that they got divorced and then the wife got remarried and then she got divorced quickly and somebody saying well she was jealous of his kids and the affection he gave his kids and love he gave his kids and I remember thinking as a kid that's so ridiculous that's so stupid and then I got it when you and I got remarried yeah because you had shut off from me so much and watching you be like I knew you were able to give that affection right and I love that you are so affectionate with your kids. Like, it's that's so great. That's one of the reasons I fell in love with you. Right. But then it felt painful to me because I wasn't receiving any of that. Right. And so that's where that stemmed from on both sides. And like, right. yeah. And I'm glad you didn't ever let my insecurities and issues come in the way of, in, of that. Right. Because that would break my heart. And I knew you didn't. And I'm glad. But I didn't right. know you carried that. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like um, you're very supportive of me being myself. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like when I say, hey, are you really sure you're okay with me shaving my head again? And <laughs> you don't bat an eye. <laughs> but like there's a, I understand that, you know, I don't need your permission to do basically anything. And I think you feel that way too. We're both courteous of what we ask, even though we know we're still going to do whatever we want, basically. But it's more of here's the here's the ask that I've gotten to with you. Yeah. Is that it's not necessarily me asking permission. It's me asking for support. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's me asking, hey, I'm going to do this. You got my back. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it's never a fight of. I'm going to do this. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Because that's a totally different question. Yeah. Then I'm going to do this. Do you have my back? Mm-hmm. Right? And I think sometimes it's phrased as, are you okay with this? But I think with the understanding we all we know in our relationship, Matt, that this is more looking for support. Right. <laughs> of if I, if this fails, like... Are you going to be pissed and hold it over my head or are you just going to work through it with me? Right. Yeah. Which is something that I think we both know now for sure in our relationship is it doesn't get hold, held over each other's head. Right. It's a support. We're in this together. She's pretty cool. It's a good place to be. And that's the thing is like when I think about betrayal or feeling crisis in your relationship, I think that that's a big thing. Like these things might sound little or seem little, but they add up over time. If this is something you are consistently not getting that support on, not even necessarily approval, but support, then that feels like betrayal because you're not there. They can't 
love and support you. And I, this is something I learned when I was engaged to the first guy I was engaged to before Steve. Um, I was only engaged to one guy before Steve, just to make that clear. <laughs> I was engaged to him. And that's how it always felt to me is that I could never come back to being me. Like I was constantly feeling like in order for his approval and support, I had to morph just a little bit outside of who I was. Mm. And like even to the point of disapproval of things that I laughed at or thought were funny or how I like I try to lighten this situation a lot with laughter. And it's not that I'm not negating the gravity of something. It's just how I am. And it's not toxic positivity. It's not whatever. I just choose to laugh sometimes when shit hits the fan. <laughs> so anyway, there was very much like judgment. And his family even talked to me about it at one point. About what? About me, that specific thing about me like laughing. What were you at laughing things. at? Nothing. Like I wasn't laughing at anything but I have a tendency to, you know how I am, like yeah. when we're having a hard conversation, like I'll giggle about something or I don't know. And they found that very offensive. Huh. And so I tried to be aware of it, but also just things like that. Like that's the one I really remember. But there were other things I know that's why that one stood out to me is because there were other things that I could just never fully be myself. Got it. And people say, oh, but I felt like I needed to get engaged to this person. Or I felt like I needed to stay in the relationship or whatever. I'm like, sometimes you need to stay long enough to learn something like this. And that's truly why I feel like I knew I needed to get engaged to him is because I needed to learn that I didn't want to be with anybody that tried to dim who I was. And even like my mom will say to this day, she's like, I'm so glad you married Steve instead of this other guy. Even though Steve came out as gay and you ended up divorced you still have who you are. You still have that flame, that fire. Whereas she knows with this other guy, it would have diminished who I was. And I felt betrayed even in our engagement, like through our engagement, because I couldn't be me. Right. So here's a question that um, I think could be confusing for people who are engaging right now in this Instagram reel, right? Mm -hmm. Is betrayal a feeling or is betrayal an action? Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think if you, I mean, I think there's some of both. If you go outside of the bounds of what you have set for out of the boundaries of your relationship, that's betrayal. Now you can feel betrayed even within the boundaries of your relationship because you are stifling who you are. Yeah. And I think that is the feeling side of it. That's my own. And I, there's more there that I probably feel and think about that, but that's like my short version of that. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? About what? Is betrayal an action or a feeling? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Like, because I've been betrayed, and, and it all depends on the gravity of, of what we've been betrayed on. Yeah. Where it could cross a line between a feeling and an action. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But if you, the listener, carry a feeling of betrayal or you're carrying a feeling of feeling, a feeling of feeling, <laughs> like something isn't right or something's going on and your gut's telling you that, that's something you get to trust. I work with some individuals and they'll say, well, 
my partner hasn't come out yet, but I feel like they're gay or. I feel like something is off. I feel like something's off. And they feel like they need to know exactly what that is before they can take action to leave. But they're unhappy in the relationship, no matter what it is that's causing that feeling in them. And that's why I, I tell people, I'm like, you don't need to know what the exact thing is if they're not willing to share that with you. It's enough to know that something's not okay and that you're not happy. To sit, to bring up conversations, to instigate, you know, separation or whatever feels right for you in that situation, depending on how deeply you're feeling this. So I always think that's interesting when people tell me that, like that feeling is real and innate and you need to trust it. And the longer you don't, the more resentful and angry and bitter you get at that person anyways. And so it's not helping the situation at all. It's not serving anybody. It's not serving anybody. There you go. There you go. (laughs) There's our Valentine's Day episode. (laughs) All about betrayal. (laughs) Again. Well, today is the day of my, well, the day this drops. If you are listening to this on February 22nd, 2023, that is the day that this episode is dropping. And I am hosting my free workshop today that is all about the what now after betrayal. And it helps you identify what you need to be able to move forward, whether that is um, whether you're staying in the relationship or not, or whether you need reconciliation or not, and all of those things. So I encourage you to come if it is the 22nd of February on 2023, and it's even past the date, like the time that the actual thing is happening, you can still go get registered. If not, reach out to me. There's a link in the show notes to get on a call with me. So you can fill that out as well if you missed the workshop. Love to chat with you and be able to help you work through what's holding you back and figure out what feels right for you moving forward. What are you doing, Matt? I was yawning. You with your mouth closed? Yes. <laughs> Probably made a funny face. What are we going to do now, Matt, for Valentine's Day? Eat sushi. Are we going to work out first, though? Probably. I would really like to work out. Yeah, I need to work out. Yeah. Matt told me he couldn't do bar with me today <laughs> because he can't be sore for his pickleball tournaments this weekend. Yep. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do for your workout? He said he's going to lift weights. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense. Well, you preface the bar of you're going to be really, really sore. That's because I wanted you to take it seriously. Like it's actually doing something for you. It's not just some silly workout. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it? No. You just get pissed when you do stuff like that with me. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's not It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We hope that you had a good Valentine's Day, however that works for you. And even if you had a really crappy one, that's okay. Embrace those feelings. Feel the feels. You can make it better next year or, you know, whatever. Like, just embrace what the day brings. That includes all other holidays. I just choose to treat every day like Valentine's Day. You do? (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Matt. I love you. (laughs) Have a good week. We'll be back next week. Hey, my friend. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. Two things real quick before we go. If you have not left a rating and a review, please do so. It really makes a huge difference for us as well as people who are needing to find our message. 
Also, if you have a specific question for us or a topic you would like us to cover, head to the show notes and click the link and you will be able to submit a question and we will answer it on one of our upcoming episodes. I've been seeing the questions coming in and we are going to start answering them soon. If you want to get your question or topic on the list, then do that now. I hope you have a fabulous week and we will see you next week.